It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello. Happy Thursday. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonjour. Bonjour. We are in the Ooh La La studios. How was your day today? Angie, it was a good day, but I'm going to tell you this story. I'm still cracking up about this. So I got this this friend of mine, Milton. Guy's been married for tell it, 25 years Yeah. to a wonderful woman. But he has a little obsession on Serena Williams. Serena. Said, yeah. Serena, the tennis player. He said she is the most attractive, sexy woman on earth. And that's where it goes crazy. He said, you know what I did? I said, no, what did you do? He said, well, I have a poster of her at the U.S. Open in our bedroom. I said, what do you mean? No he said, way. Well, yeah. He goes, I I brought this this picture of her that I, I, I caught in a mag, in magazine, and I had it framed, and it's her holding the trophy of the U.S. Open, tennis U.S. Open. I said, and I put it there, and my wife goes, what is Serena doing in our bedroom? And he goes, I love tennis. And she got really mad. And he Whoa. said to me, he said, when you're married, is it okay to have fantasy? Yeah, it's and, okay to have a fantasy, but not like on your nightstand looking at you while you're supposed to be romantic with your wife. Would you take it bad if your husband Jason would bring, you know, a picture of somebody else, an athlete? Yeah, if he had a framed picture that he took the time to frame of another woman and put brought it into our bedroom, we would have a big problem. Your friend How Milton. How big of a problem? <laughs> oh, it would be big. There would be bandages, maybe some open wounds. <laughs> That's crazy. That is not I'm, a good way to keep your marriage happy, Simon. Although he said we all deserve to have fantasy. So let's talk about that, Angie, because I want to, what's the limit in the fantasy world? Okay, okay, I like that. Let's talk about fantasies. We're going to talk a lot about romance and dating and love, because that's what this show is all about on The Rendezvous, mm-hmm. but I want to talk about that. How far should you go when <laughs> discussing your fantasies with your partner? Good, good idea, Simon. We're going to talk about that next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel, you were telling me a story about your friend. (laughs) Milton. Milton, your friend, who has a thing for Serena Williams and brought a picture of her into his bedroom where he and his wife sleep. (laughs) Yeah, it didn't go go well. But he said because he loved tennis so much, which he does. So and he's been looking at you know Serena Williams playing for um, probably the last twenty years, but his wife didn't take it well, and he said he, to me, "Wait said, a minute, wait a minute." He said it's because he loves tennis so much. That's yeah, <laughs> he admires then, yeah Serena. So uh, he why said, didn't he bring a picture of Roger Federer into the bedroom then? <laughs> Serena. Well, he only admires Serena. He's been a huge fan of Serena since she started, mm-hmm. and that's a true story. He also admires her. But what he didn't tell his wife is that he and he loves Serena because she's so thick and yeah. so in shape. So, I love it. But then I was wondering, and he said to me, he said, "You know, I'm mad because my my wife had me remove the frame. I wanted to put yeah. it in the in the living room, and she said, no way, you can have it in your man cave. I don't even know why you spent money framing pictures of Serena Williams. You should no spend kidding. money on me." Maybe you take a picture of me and you frame it. And he said, but you're already here, honey. Or darling, he calls it darling. He said, you're already here, darling. So I don't need to frame a picture of you. But And you don't play tennis like Serena. Oh, pfft, that is so crazy. I mean, he really was committed to this picture. He went and got it framed and everything. He did. And that, because he that's his fantasy bucks. girl. Yeah, yeah, 50 bucks. That's 50 his fantasy bucks. girl. And mm-hmm. uh, and she knows that now. But he went a little bit too far, I think, in, in letting her in on all those details, and especially in bringing that picture in the house. Like, my husband has a thing for 
that model Emily Ratajkowski, I think you say her name. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he he loves her. I know he follows her on Instagram. I know he's checking out her <laughs> pictures all the time. You know, I think she's really beautiful too. So I get it. I get why he likes her. But if he brought a poster of Emily into our bedroom or framed a picture of Emily, I would be irritated. <laughs> like, well, you know, you can see a picture of them whenever you want. Why do we need a permanent framed photo in the house? Okay, but that's because it's also a beauty model. So that's kind of different than, it, let's say it's a sport athlete, a, a champion. Like, what about um, in UK, Sanji, is there one athlete that you admire, and not just now, but in the last five years or ten years, one guy that you think Oh, is, yeah, David Beckham I, is gorgeous. David Beckham's an amazing athlete. That's a or, great example. Okay, so yeah. now, what if you went and you know you take from vogue or uh, people or whatever and you take a a, pic, a a page and you frame it and do you think if you put it in your bedroom jason would go crazy or would laugh i think he would not laugh at all actually <laughs> i mean i think he would have a fit as well because that's like a little bit too much like i said i can see a picture of david beckham anytime i want i have the hots for bruno mars i love him i think he's okay. gorgeous i listen to his music all the time my husband knows that i'm infatuated with him but still like i would never frame a picture of him i would go to his concert i would look at him on instagram or something you know look at pictures but what about you would you be mad if the girl you were with went that far i would laugh angie you would maybe laugh that's, that's the what french it, in me listen I, I would i would laugh i would say listen don't maybe don't put it in the bedroom itself i think that's too right. much just it's put it in in maybe in you in i don't know in your dressing room or you know somewhere so for her i it would not Life is so short that I kind of de-dramatize this thing. I think in the bedroom it's a provocation. Also yeah. because Milton's wife is 54 years old. Uh, Serena Williams must be 31 or 32. So right. that's also a big difference. But, well, I mean, celebrities, you know, we can fantasize about celebrities. And, of course, you know, that they're like superhuman and there's never a chance that, you know, we're probably going to be yeah. with this celebrity. But we're also not 15 years old hanging posters in our room. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's cool if he puts it in his man cave. I don't think that's a problem. That's fine. Well, but Milton said to me, he said, the reason I have it there is to give me appetite. So to give for you the an app- making. That's even worse. That's yeah, I know. That's, that's why she's really mad. She, she, women have an intuition. She knows the reason you have this poster there of Serena playing tennis or holding the trophy is, is that. Now, he said, and I remember doing it when I did the episode in bed with Simon on FYI about right. whole pass and all that. Right. And everybody had one. Yeah. Um, now, now, in the key of that is you keep it private. You don't have to share it. But you, don't you don't have, have to poster. go that far. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to go that far. Simon, that brings me to a question of people that you should probably, you know, never get relationship advice from. I would say for you, don't ever get relationship advice from Milton. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> <laughs> That's what um, I said. Hopefully you get your relationship advice from the rendezvous, from me and Simon. Um, or, you know, <laughs> there are some people in life that are good for that kind of thing. There are some people that are not. So, Simon, when we come back, let's talk yeah. about some people. I have this list here of uh, people that you should never get relationship advice from. Milton is number let's, one on the list. I'll tell I agree you the now. others. <laughs> yes, I, I agree. Okay, we'll talk about that when we come back on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, we were talking about your crazy friend, Milton, who you <laughs> probably shouldn't take relationship advice from, you know, marriage advice, something like that. And so yeah, let's talk about—go ahead. Yeah, I mean, after he just, you know, want to actually put a poster of Serena Williams 
in his uh, in his wife him in his wife bedroom that's the, not the best advice i agree no no don't do anything like that and there's other people you should not get relationship advice from i have this list and you know the number one thing on here is your family and i can totally relate to that because that's interesting my, Yeah, my mom, you know, well, first of all, I don't think your family can be very objective. Like if you're having a problem with your spouse or whoever you're with and you go to your mom or somebody or your cousin, they're they're always going to take your side and they probably won't give you the most objective advice, I think. And uh, with my mom, I remember like a long time ago with past relationships, I used to talk to her about them and she had horrible advice because my mom in her relationships has always been uh-huh. a very sweep it under the rug you know it'll it'll pass type of thing and not really dealing she's not very good at dealing with problems she just kind of like pretends they're not there is and, there you one know, time angie where you remember a story where she gave you really a bad advice you still th- well, remember well, that That was really, really bad advice, um, yeah. I thought. You know, she also advised me to just stick it out with some people in my life that I'm so glad I didn't take her advice because they were not good for me. But I think she just wanted me to settle down and have a kid or ah, whatever it okay. was. She wanted to be a grandma. So I, I just don't think when it comes to getting relationship advice, your family is the best unless you're keeping it, you know, very general, very surface. But if you're talking about some specific, you know, deep True. problems— I don't think that's a good idea, but there are some other people, Simon, that uh, you should never, ever go to for relationship <laughs> advice. We have some more of those. Let's talk about that when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, we're going to talk Angie about some relationship. Hello, Simon. We're gonna talking about relationship advice and who you should go to for it and who you should not go to for it. So before we were talking about how my mother had not given me the best relationship advice, here's some mm-hmm. other people, Simon. Tell me what you think. Uh, okay. The friend of yours that's always single. This friend will tell you how terrible your spouse or your girlfriend or boyfriend is, how much uh, they don't deserve you, how you should dump them, and how you should be lonely like your friend or you know, be a wingman or let's go out instead, you know? So yes and no. Because just like, you know, a neurosurgeon has never been operated on his brain and can give you great surgery, a single man or single woman might have great insight on a situation as long as they don't project themselves into the situation. That's a really good way of saying it. Just because I haven't performed brain surgery on myself, I am a brain surgeon. Or, you know, like uh, everybody else goes through relationships, so maybe they do know Some things that you're not thinking of. Exactly. Like my sister is a shrink and she helps many patients who have suffered trauma. She has never suffered. Oh, right. So um, some people have the insight. Some people have learned at school. It's not you need the experience for that. You just need to be able to understand and listen and have good advice at heart. I agree with that. Another one so, is your ex. They might still have oh, feelings yeah. for you, which of for course sure. is going to lead to giving you uh, bad advice just to benefit them. So maybe you guys can get back together. I don't think you should ever go to your ex for advice, right? I agree with you, Angie, 100%. I mean, they're 100%. your ex for a reason. You guys couldn't work it out. So how are they going to fix your You know, how are they going to fix your problems? That, uh, that is true. So true. It's a, It's a little self-serving. So if you want to see the rest of this list, we have it up on our website at simonandangie.com. And if you need some advice on you know, your relationship, let us give you some advice. Mm-hmm. We're one of the yeah. good people to go we to. Are. <laughs> give us a call right now, 855-905-8255. This is The Rendezvous.
It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Oh, thank you, my love. We are so happy to have you with us tonight. 855-905-8255. That's the number for you to call. If you need advice, relationship, love, whatever it is, we are here for you. And we yes. have somebody on right now um, from Columbus, Ohio. Let's say hi to Anthony. Bonjour. Hey, bonjour, Simon. How you doing, Angie? Hello. Hey. We're good. What's going on, Anthony? Oh, you know, a couple of things. Uh, well, first of all, Simon, I'm loving their new TV show, so I just want to let you know about that. Yes. Um, Thank you very much, Anthony. In Bed with Simon on FYI, every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Saturday night. Such a good show. Thank you, Anthony. What's up? Um, so here's, here's the deal. My best friend, he just got engaged after knowing this girl for like six months. Mm-hmm. And it's great for him, but it's kind of messing up my relationship a little bit. Um, now, I mean, I've been with my girl for like two years, and... She's just relentless. She's just been obsessed with getting engaged. And, you know, now that my pal's engaged, now I'm getting the heat. Uh, she's just pissed at me. And <laughs> I, 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 I know. It's like I don't feel like I'm ready to propose yet. But, I, I mean, it's not that I don't want to marry her. I just I don't get what the rush is about. Um, that's just something that just evades me. And maybe it's a men versus a women, women thing. But I just I, – she's upset. And mm. I – I'm kind of don't want to do. I don't want to annoy her more. I don't want to lose her, but I'm kind of stuck here because I feel like if I start telling her how I feel, it's just going to make things worse. And it just seems like we're not on the same page. Uh, Anthony, here's the how I see this one. I think that it's a case by case, but you want to hear and listen to your actual girlfriend. It's not about your best friend being. This is really you and her. If she's not happy, if she's in a rush, maybe she has reasons, maybe she's insecure, maybe there's things that you've done or things that you've said that makes her feel it's not safe, that you don't have intention to get there. And you have to have an honest conversation because women hate to be blindsided at all times. Mm-hmm. So I suggest you just open up the conversation and say, you're upset about my best friend, let's just talk about you and I. Are you worried? How do you feel about it? What's your timeline? And listen to her. Respect her feelings. Right, Angie? Yes, I I agree with that. Do you think that two years is being rushed, though? That's my question, because I don't feel like, I mean, if you say you do want to marry her, what is the holdup with you? I'm just curious. Uh, Part of it has to do more with just our jobs. Um, She tends to sometimes has to, like, book work. It takes her out of town for periods of of time, and that's completely fine, but I don't know if that's going to have to make us move. And I kind of need to be a little closer to my family these days because my you know, my dad's getting up there in years, and if we all of a sudden have to go out to the other coast, um, it's gonna, it's gonna make things even. No, but I don't buy so it. Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't buy, buy it. I, got, I gotta say, I don't buy it either because you know what? When you're in a relationship, when you're in a marriage, things like that happen all the time. I mean, that's life. You know, um, sometimes somebody has to move for a job. But well, Some... you, you, you and your husband, yes, you we, guys, we had a long out. distance relationship, and you, you just figure it out because life happens, and you love each other, and you're together, so you kind of roll with the punches in life, and you figure it out as you go along. So now we know Angie. So okay. So see, both Angie and I, our intuition, her intuition, my instinct is that maybe somewhere, somewhere in you, her intuition rings that you're not yet decided to go any further. Mm-hmm. You have to have an honest talk with her. You have to have an honest talk with yourself and decide if first. you, yes, decide if you really want to be with this woman because. She is at that place where she wants to get married, and that's her right. But if you don't want to marry her, you should let her go and move on with her life because she's not going to lay off of you as long as you're together. So you're kind of at a crossroads here. Yes, I no, agree you're, with Angie. You're, to- you're totally right. 
yeah, I mean, I, I totally get it. I just, I yep. guess I just didn't quite see the same the rush the same way she does. So that's all. Yeah. You have to man yeah. up. You have to be honest. Her mm -hmm. intuition is what makes her crazy. Yeah, and you you might feel like it's a rush, but when you want to marry somebody and start your life together, you want that life to start immediately. And that, that's so right. For her, it's and not she, a rush. Okay? It's okay. a desire. Okay. It's a des she loves you, Frank. You just better keep it real with her. That's all. <laughs> yes. I shall. <laughs> all right, Frank. Good luck to you guys. Yes. I really I, I wish the best for you both, okay? Bonne chance. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. If you have a question for me and Simon, you can call us anytime, 855-905-8255. We will help you figure it all out. Or you can send us an email with your question, therendezvousshow.com. That's our website. Uh, Frank had mentioned your show. You can see all of In Bed with Simon. All the back episodes are up on the website, too. Therendezvousshow.com. Yes, therendezvousshow.com. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We just talked to Anthony, whose girlfriend is really upset that he hasn't proposed after two years. So, Simon, mm -hmm. how long do you think you should date maybe before you get engaged? I mean, obviously, you should be talking about it if, if you're at the two-year point. What do you think? Well, I think two years is very reasonable. I think, Angie, that... Um, you know, some people will take four years, five years. It's not a race towards time unless, as a woman, you have the clock ticking that either you don't have children yet right. or you want more children and then you're entitled to rush the clock. But let's right. say, so if you are, uh, you know, not yet, if you're not yet a mother, then, then of course, two years seems totally fine, Angie. Do you think two years is a good time? or I just think it's hard to really put an actual number because I feel like every relationship is different, you know, and I feel like we're at different places at different times in our life. So maybe, you know, like there's a study here that says uh, couples that date an average of 25 months before marriage, so just a little over two years, were most happily married during this study. And I guess two years, yeah, you can really get to know somebody in that time. Hopefully, maybe you've lived together. You see each other at your best and at your worst. You go through problems. How do you work that out? Um, but I think it is really just like what each individual wants. If I'm in a relationship with somebody and I really, really want to get married and it's nowhere near, you know, anything that they're thinking of, that could be a big problem, right? Yeah, for sure. For, yeah. For sure. How long would you think is too long? Oh my gosh! When you're done, when you when you've had it, I think is too long. You know, when you're just at this point where it's never going to happen, and if it's something that you really want and you don't see it, I think that's a good time to go. And that should be a good topic of conversation when you date, by the way, early on. Yeah, because you, I think people are too shy about their perspective and their hope when it comes to getting engaged, married, and having kids. I agree with you. Up next, we have an email, Simon, from a woman who recently got engaged, but she's got a little problem. The engagement has happened. That's good. But now there's a problem. So let's talk about mm -hmm. that next on yep. Bonjour, Simon Marcel, where everybody writes you. And we'll talk about that <laughs> on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel, are you ready to give out some of your amazing expert romance advice? Je suis prêt. I am ready, Angie. You are ready. Well, let's go into our humongous stack of emails with Bonjour, Simon Marcel. I love bonjour, this part. Bonjour, bonjour. Me too. Bonjour. It's bonjour. Carly. Carly from Hoboken says, Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Carly. My fiancé proposed to me, and I'm super excited, but the ring he got me is a lot smaller and not as beautiful as I had mm. hoped. Uh-oh. Mm. He doesn't mm. have a lot of money, which I get, but I almost want to ask him if I could chip in to get a nicer ring. Do you think that's a good idea? Whoa. Um, 
What do you think about that, Simon? I mean, <laughs> she's really happy they're engaged. That should be enough, right? Or no? Listen, um, I've changed my views on this. Years ago, I've said, don't say anything. But now a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, bought her own ring uh, for the same reason and has this beautiful ring. And she's so happy. And her husband is totally cool with it. I think it's all a matter of how you present it. So I would say to Carl, listen, if you feel it, do it. But don't say it's because it's too small. No man likes no. to hear the word too, too small. Too small okay? with anything. That, any, <laughs> you get my drift. So I get I your f- drift. Yeah. So I figure what you say is the shape. You think about you know the color. And listen, and you do it. Why? Because hopefully you're going to wear this ring for the next 70 years of your life or whatever yeah. years for the rest of your life. And I want you to be happy. Right. And happy wife. Happy, happy life. life. I agree so with Kali, that. So, Kali, Angie and I, I think we agree. I say do it, but say it nicely. Do not mention the size to your man. <laughs> I like mm-hmm. that. Okay. Well, did you chip in for your engagement ring? How about that? Because you know what? I switched my ring up as well. I'll tell you about oh, that. I want to know that. And yeah. You know that. You yes, did? I did. Yes, I did. And okay. I'll tell you the story about it. You can talk about, uh, we can take your calls at 855-905-8255. We want to know if you chipped in as well. That's coming up on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. I'm Angie Taylor. Hey, Simon. Bonjour, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Bonjour, bonsoir. We are talking all about love, relationships, marriage, engagement. So we were just talking about uh, somebody who emailed us saying that they got an engagement ring. They're really excited, but they're not really in love with the ring. They want a bigger Mm. one. And they wanted to know if it was appropriate, if they should pitch in. You said, uh, yeah, just bring it up. Just be honest. You know, you got to yeah. wear this thing forever. And I, I agree with that. I, I have to tell you, uh, Simon, when my husband, Jason, proposed to me, I love my ring. Don't get me wrong. I love it. However, uh, I love the stone However. and everything. <laughs> However, let me put a little yes. asterisk by that. Um, I love this stone. It's a beautiful ring. You know, it's a nice, beautiful platinum band. But it was just a solitaire ring. And I really loved the styles of rings that have, you know, like a halo, I guess it is around it. And oh, then I yeah. like the, you know, the like the bands with all the diamonds. So I, for our one year anniversary, said to him, hey, you know, for our anniversary, how about I maybe throw some more diamonds on it? Like not replacing the ring that he picked out. I just mm-hmm. added to it. You know, so like the on original the diamond. Yeah, around the side, on the band. So the diamond is there and everything. And he was fine with that. I thought at first that he was going to be really upset. But I think the fact that I just added to it and didn't completely change the whole thing, I think he was better about it. Because I, I think I would have hurt his feelings if I would have changed the whole thing. Well, maybe you have. Maybe you would have indeed because men are sensitive to that. But I got a question since I didn't know that little secret of yours that you changed the ring on him. <laughs> didn't you Didn't you um, got him a watch and this yeah. wonderful... Yeah. Can you remind me exactly? Oh, okay. Would you like to... You want me to retell that story? Thanks, yeah, I'd like Simon. that. Yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about that a sec? Well, when we were... <laughs> let's see. When we were dating, right, he had this watch that he saw that he was in love with. And I was, you know, really wanting us to get engaged at that point. And he said to me, man, I love that watch, blah, blah, blah. And his birthday was coming up in, I think, a couple of months. And I said, Uh you know what? 
you can have that watch when I get a ring, basically. I was saying, if you propose, <laughs> no, okay. you know, once I have a ring, then you get a watch. So um, <laughs> about a month later, and he had already been planning on proposing anyway, but a month later, he proposes, I have my ring. So he was being very patient for about two days. And then he said to me, uh, okay, where's my watch? And I was like, oh, no, no, no. Love it. I meant like, you know, when we get married, like wedding present. He's like, See? man. <laughs> See, Angie, I think that that's not fair. I what think do you that, mean? yeah, I, and, no, I think that in a in a in a in a in, a, in an agreement like this, I I mean, because us men, that's when we are still little boys in us. Uh-huh. We want it now, okay? See? That's very very masculine, right now. Men are not very patient. Right. Well, he was taking it really literal, though. I was saying, you know, I will get you that watch, but I'm not your wife yet. That's a really big gift. So once I get a (laughs) ring, you'll get a watch. And it wasn't like there was a contract, (laughs) but he was to the minute, like within two days, he was staring at his wrist. I I get him. I I get Jason. But now I got to. So wait a minute. Then a year later, you upgrade your own ring with new diamonds on the side. Did you uh-huh. upgrade with a new watch? I mean, what? What? So, what's the what? deal on his side? Well, yeah. If you, if no, you, get, you didn't trade his watch for a better watch a year later. It, it, there is no better watch. That is the best watch that there ever has oh. been. He doesn't need any more watches. He already <laughs> has enough. <laughs> See, you're lucky to marry me, Angie, because I would have said, Angie, since yeah. you're gonna put some more diamonds on your ring, I think we go back to the watchmaker and we we'll upgrade my watch you can, to he can the new it. model. Oh, oh, a whole oh. different watch. I don't know about oh, yeah. that, Simon. I don't know uh, about that, Simon. That would have been the deal with me. <laughs> okay, I mean, you, well. You got lucky with Jason. I, I need sure to talk did. to him. Yeah. Clearly, I got lucky. <laughs> yeah, you did get lucky. All right. We're going to take calls about engagement rings. And, you know, do you love yours? Do you want a different one? Do you want to upgrade it? What's the deal? Give us a call right now. 855-905-8255. Phone lines are open on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hi, Simon. Bonsoir, la belle Angie. Bonsoir. We've been talking about engagement ring mm-hmm. drama. Mm-hmm. Had somebody that wanted to know if it was cool to chip in for an engagement ring because she's not really liking hers. And now, let's go to Green Bay, Wisconsin. Say hello to Meredith. Bonjour, Meredith. Hey. Bonjour. How are you? How are you guys? Good. How are you, Meredith? You had something I'm to say good. about the engagement rings? I... All right, so I went ahead and bought my own engagement ring. Like, my husband just didn't understand the concept of how people could spend so much money on one ring. Mm -hmm. So instead of it being, like, a whole big issue, like, I was like, you know what? It's both of our money, so we're just going to – I'm just going to pick it out. Was he cool with you going to pick it out and everything yourself? Yeah, he was. See, that's the thing. I think, um, you know, sometimes guys don't get, you know, every ring looks the same. And what difference does it make, you know? But I also know, Simon, I don't know, would you be okay with that? Or would you like, I know my husband loved the whole process of picking out a ring and thinking of me and and all these things. Would you like to do that? Oh, absolutely. I think what would be the worst is if I gave a ring to someone and didn't like it. And they didn't like it. And how would you feel if they said to you that I failed? Oh, you would feel like a failure. Yeah, I feel like oh, I failed no. at my at my duty to find the perfect ring for you. Either I did not listen to you enough. I didn't. I, maybe I should have asked your best friend, your girlfriend, your sister, your mom. I think it, the guy must absolutely pay attention. Yes, you must to what your woman is telling you. Right. So that you do not fail at the end. Right. And Meredith, your man wasn't really paying attention or really cared. So you were like, forget no, it. I'll go get I, it myself. Yeah. He's like oblivious. <laughs> To paying attention 
attention to things. So that's why I just saved myself the headache and went and picked it up myself. All right. Thanks for calling in and commenting no on that, Thanks, Meredith. Guys. Thanks, Meredith. Thanks Bye. for listening. If you have anything you ever want to talk about, you want to contribute to something that we're chatting about, or you need advice, Simon and I are here mm-hmm. all the time just for you in the ooh-la-la, waiting for you. <laughs> 855-905-8255. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous, Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor-Simon. It is time to play our favorite game. Yes, it is. Date or dump. Date or dump, yes. Date or dump. So this is where we take your emails at simonandangie.com. If you need any advice from us at any time, we'll answer your emails. This one, specifically, date or dump, you ask us if you should continue dating this person or if we think... You know, you should dump them, and we'll let you know. So this comes from Patrick from Gary, Indiana. He -hmm. says, hey, guys, I need your help. I was on a date with my girl. I excused myself to use the bathroom, and when I got back, she was trying to look through my phone. I told her it wasn't cool. She apologized, but I still don't feel right about it. It was only our second date. Should I date or dump her? Uh, second date, I mean, any date, I think that would be really hard to take, busting somebody going through your phone. What do you think, Simon, date or dump? Before I answer, Angie, if you went on a date on the second date with a guy with the, the days you were single and he looked mm-hmm. through your bags, okay, mm-hmm. and you come back from the bathroom and you see his hands, you know, snooping in his bags, what do you do with him? In my, in my purse? Handbag. Like in my yeah, in your purse, oh. yeah. I would be so upset. I mean, a woman puts her entire life in her purse, and there's so many things in there that are personal. I don't want you going through my things. The same way I wouldn't want to see a guy going through my phone. It's personal. That's my point. That's my point. So would you dump him? Absolutely, because that to me is a sign of uh, somebody that is very mistrusting and jealous, and I feel like it's just the tip of the iceberg, and he would be like that with every. It's almost like stalker behavior. I agree with you 100%. So I said dump her because somebody, just like you said, Angie, snooping is stealing. Going through somebody's handbags is absolutely unacceptable. But in Mm -hmm. this day and age, going through somebody's cell phone is the same thing. So big dump. Yep, big dump. Dump. Yes, there's the dump buzzer. Do it. There you go, Patrick. You have your answer. I like it. If you need some advice, give us a call right now. We will do the same for you. 855-905-8255. This is The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hi, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. We're having a fun night tonight. Yes, you know it. You know it every night as well. If you have some advice that you need from Simon and I, uh, maybe it's about love, dating, romance, whatever it might be, 855-905-8255. Phone lines are always open. We're always here for you. Mm -hmm. And we do have someone on the phone right now. Let's say hi from Tampa, Florida. Sean is on the phone. Hi, Sean. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. Bonjour, Sean. Good. How are you doing? What can we I'm help you with? Great. No, I've uh, been single for about four and a half years. I'm a no pressure type of gal. Um, I'm a uh, nighttime Uber driver, so mm-hmm. I actually see a lot of situations. I get a lot of propositions, which I'm very respectful and pretty much never, you know, take anybody up on their on their offers. But I've actually. Uh, Went out on a date the other night. Like I said, I'm very respectful, so I'm very selective as to what I, mm-hmm. who I choose. And mm-hmm. um, I got to the point when things physically don't really bother me, but um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm a nice-looking woman, um, you know, but I'm humble about it. And um, 
the gentleman told me that uh, he was kind of, I've never had anybody so bold and blunt and just kind of, it kind of hit home and has really been riding on my nerves the last couple of days. He said I was a little, a little too thick. Um, little too I thick, never, he called you. Wow. Yeah, I'm okay. a little too thick. And so I'm a strong personality. And a lot of women say that's kind of like the man's reason for kind of like saying, well, they sense that. I may be stronger than they can handle, and I've okay. heard that a lot. I'm not an in-your-face type of person. I generally old-fashioned. I let the man lead, um, and uh, you know, let but him you open were, the you, doors. You were offended by the comment that that on your date. That is that the issue? Yeah. So uh, you know, I'm I'm in my late forties. Uh, be forty-nine in a couple of months. So. Uh, no, there's no too thick, too thin to this. The, the two, it doesn't exist. It's each of us have a choice. Now, let's remember that. You know, there's always somebody for somebody else. But sometimes there's a wrong match. Right. Now, it's it's not nice of him to use this or that. He could have said anything. Your eyes are to this or like me. You know, I have short hair. Your hair, I prefer long hair instead of short hair. You know, I don't want you to put your personality in the balance. Right. It has nothing to do with it. But just we are all not universally liked by everybody. Right. And as far as your, you know, your personality, you think it might be a problem or if, if it is a problem, your personality is not a problem. If you're, you know, you say you're outspoken. I will tell you that in my dating life, um, I was told by a lot of guys that I was a little bit too outspoken, a little bit maybe sometimes abrasive. And I stood up for myself a lot. And I don't take any BS either. Um, and the right guy will appreciate that about you. They'll think of it as a as a as a benefit instead of as something bad. You know, they'll think of you as a strong woman and and somebody that will stand up for herself and and a just woman. And that's a good thing. And there like Simon said, there is somebody for everybody and there are men that will appreciate it that are not threatened by a strong woman. So don't ever think that because you you know, you speak up for yourself that that's a bad thing. Yeah. Well, like I said, it's something that I've learned with years of wisdom. I used to be underspoken um, now, you know, like I said, it seems that as soon as they see that, you know, sometimes if they look a little too good, there's usually a reason behind it. So, <laughs> well, yeah. listen, you, I mean, you said you're almost 50, you're turning 50. Is that what you said? Yes. Uh, okay. Day. Yep. Yep. Well, you've earned the right to speak your mind and you're not a little girl anymore. You're a grown woman with opinions and you know who you are as a person. So own it and don't ever feel bad about it. OK. Oh, yeah, and defend. I mean, yeah. anywhere, really, you have to defend all the women. Yes. Don't let any man disrespect you physically or morally. And that remark was totally out of place. And I'm really mad at him. So thank you very much for inspiring me. Very well said. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, good luck to you, Sean. I can't wait till you call us back and tell us you found the love of your life. Yes, absolutely. I will. Fingers crossed. Thank you. Uh-huh. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for calling. Au revoir. Mm-hmm. I love Bye-bye. that. I love I love that. Thank you, Sean. I love a girl that stands up for herself. Don't ever stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and that's from the age of 15 to the age of 95, and, by exactly, the way. I, exactly. I teach my daughter that at 18. She knows that's very right. well, and I've taught her well, so... Yep. Good. You got to teach them from the beginning. I feel you. I'm, I try to do the same with my daughter. So let's raise those girls right. Thanks, Sean. All right. Thanks, Sean. Have a good day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you. You can call the rendezvous at any time, 855-905-8255. This is the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel. Angie Taylor.
I love hanging out with you every night. What a great we, show. We talked we, about yeah. secrets to a happy marriage. People you shouldn't get advice from, including your friend Milton. <laughs> <laughs> Especially my buddy Milton. Especially, he was number one on the list. And also, women uh, buying their own engagement rings, adding to the engagement rings, whether you like it or not. It was so fun. If you missed any of the show, you can go to simonandangie.com for the podcast. Simon, you had a great Simon Says during the show. What was yes. that? Yes. After my buddy Milton told me that he wanted, he, he put actually a frame picture of Serena Williams in his in the bedroom of he and his wife, and his wife was upset, well, you and I understood it was not a good idea to ask advice to Milton. And then right. I said, we talked about if you're single, can you give advice to your friends? And I said, you know, when it comes to love advice, it's like neurosurgery. A neurosurgeon doesn't have to have surgery performed on his own brain to, to give great neurosurgery. It's the same thing with love love right. advice. You got to right. be have the insight and understand what you what your friend needs. Right. So you don't like if you're a brain surgeon, you don't have to operate on your own brain to know how to do it. Meaning exactly. the same. I love exactly. it. Exactly. Absolutely. That's a great Simon Says. Also up on simonandangie.com, you can see Simon anytime on his TV show on the FYI channel. Simon, I love that show. In bed with Simon, thank you so much. We're getting a lot of traction, so thanks, Angie. And, and it's it's a lot of fun every Tuesday night on between 10 and 11 uh, p.m. Eastern time. Um, it's a grand madness. Me, it- real couples, <laughs> a king-size bed in, in, in public in a mall. Just and go, advice. Go- Advice. And, and advice. Yeah. It's so and, funny because when you talk about in bed with Simon, you always forget to say that you're giving advice because it's like me and a bed and two couples. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Is that what you think? <laughs> no, exactly. It's not a menage à trois. It's a conversation à trois. Well, and it's, a, the, it's an extraordinary moment of fun. The other way would not be on the FYI channel. We might find that on a different channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. M- much later at night, like after midnight. So check us out anytime. That's simonandangie.com. This is a rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.